Welcome to Coming Out of the Spiritual Closet with your host, me, Brittany Wittig. Join me every week to explore and demystify the world of modern spirituality. Welcome back, everyone. So this week, I want to talk about spirit guides. This is, I'm sure, a term that you've heard in the spiritual community, and I think it's a little vague, and it's one of those things early in my spiritual journey I heard people talking about and I was interested in, but it felt like a big mystery. Today, let's let's talk about that and demystify it. First of all, I want to say that this podcast is definitely guided. Every single episode of this podcast has come to me in a meditation. The subject matter, some of what I wanted to talk about, it's all come to me through my guides. Your guides can really help you with very practical things in your life. They can help you with work. They can help you with big decisions. They can help you with basically anything. Along with helping, they also are always available just as company, just as energies that you can spend time with. They don't always have to be assisting you. There's something really beautiful about that because as you start tapping in to your guides, you begin to realize that you're never truly alone. So what are guides? Well, of course, nobody can really say that for sure. I don't think that as humans, we're meant to know a lot of things, certainly not meant to know everything. And this is one of those areas where it's hard to put a definition to it. So I'm going to describe how I see guides with the disclaimer that this is just my experience with what this energy is, and it may be different for different people. But for me, your guides are non-physical energy that is always around you your entire life. From the moment that you're born, there's energy that you are connected to. This makes a lot more sense if we start to think about what we actually are energetically. So when I think of myself, yes, I am this human body, but I am also a huge energetic field that reaches out far beyond my human body. And the 3D human body, the way I think of it is it's a denser form of energy So the part of my body that we see and feel and touch in 3D reality is a part of me, but it is not my whole being. It's not my whole self because my energy fans out far beyond my body. And I I mention that because I think that it is important to understand that we have a huge part of us that is not our physical 3D human body. And that makes it a lot easier to think about connecting with other non-physical energy. And if you think about the idea that part of our energetic body has condensed down into this 3D body for this lifetime, but then at the end of this lifetime, when the 3D body dies and that part of our energetic field kind of falls away, we go on existing as that non-physical portion of ourselves. And I bring that up because I think it's easier to imagine these, these guides, these energies around us when we realize that we are actually a non-physical being ourselves. 
that's sort of how I think of our guides. So basically energetic bodies who do not have a portion of their energy that is condensed down into human 3D form at this point in time. Okay, so there's these these energies out here that we can access, but what is that actually going to look like to our human brain? It varies person to person. They take the form that is easiest for you to understand and accept. A perfect example of this for me is that one of my main guides is the dog that I had that passed away. His name was Indy. And he's around me a lot. And that's very easy energy for me to accept and understand because that is energy that was a part of my life for a very long time. It makes sense that in order for our human brain to accept these energies, that they need to be in a form that we can actually comprehend because their actual energetic form is not really something that our human brain would know how to comprehend. They can take the form of mythical creatures. A lot of people will have unicorns or dragons. In episode seven of this podcast, I talk about animal guides because those are a really excellent introduction to connecting with guides. And so if you haven't heard that episode and you're new to the idea of guides, I would definitely recommend checking out that episode as well. I also have a free guided meditation to meet your animal guides that I will put in the the show notes for this episode as well. So animal guides are certainly an example of a form that guides can take. So again, mythical creatures are a form they often take. A lot of people's guides take the form of ancient figures, ancestors. A lot of people's passed on loved ones will become their guides. And then there are energies that humans have been connecting with throughout time that are also guides that are accessible to us. One of the big groups of energies that I think of immediately is angel energy. Those are guides that are relatively easy to connect with and very accessible and have been working with humans throughout human history. There's a whole variety. I mean, there's so many more than I could ever list. There's a whole variety of energies out there that we can tap into for guidance. So how do you connect with your personal guide? How do you tap into that? The first thing that you want to do is release judgment or doubt that you have around this idea. What I mean by that is let go of trying to figure out if your guides are real or if you're imagining them. Especially early on in a spiritual journey, I like to recommend that people get into a mindset of, you know what, it doesn't matter. If I'm making it up, that's okay. If it's benefiting me, then who cares? If you can start out from that place, it'll make you a lot more open to receiving. It'll just kind of open you up to whatever comes through. Over time, you'll be able to discern what you're making up and what's coming from outside of you. Let go of that doubt or that concern. The easiest way to tap in is really just to ask. It's actually not very complicated. You really just need to sit somewhere you won't be disturbed, quiet your mind, and 
set the intention that you would like to connect to your guides, to the guides that want to help you along your highest path. And then just sit there and allow whatever comes up to come up. It may be that thoughts pop up. It may be that images pop up. You may hear something, like you may hear a voice. There's a variety of different ways that the information will come to you. So once you've sat for a little while and allowed some information to come to you, have a journal close by and write all of that down. Another way that you can open up to your guides is after you've sat kind of quietly for a few moments, you can open a journal and start automatic writing. That's another really good way to connect with your guides early on. And what I mean by automatic writing is just start writing whatever pops in your head. Don't think about it. Just write, 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 write. And then when you feel complete, stop, and then you can go back and read it. And it's often quite incredible what comes through with an automatic writing practice. Now your guides in these early practices, they may identify themselves very clearly or they may not. It might be a little fuzzier. Things might come through that feel really strange. So for example, one of the guides that started coming through to me very early on in my spiritual journey that felt really odd and that I didn't share with people for a very long time was David Bowie. I just kind of went with it. I went with this, you know, maybe I'm just making this up. It doesn't matter if I am kind of idea. And that guidance stuck around. And years later, that guidance is still a huge part of my life. I check in with David Bowie all the time. My theory on it is that it's actually, in my case, an angelic angel kind of energy that is taking the form of David Bowie because that is someone that I really resonated with and could really understand and someone that I could accept early on in my journey. So as time has gone on, that's how I've come to interpret it. But just to give you an example, this energy could take all kinds of different forms and that's okay, just go with it. You don't have to share it with anyone. You can write all of this in your, your journal and keep it to yourself and that's totally okay. And honestly, early on in your journey, I think that's actually the better choice. Unless you have like a spiritual mentor in your life or someone who has been through the awakening process and understands how out there it can get. One more way that you can connect with your guides, and I want to be sure I mention this, is through guided meditation. You can go on YouTube or Spotify YouTube really has great ones, and search for Meet My Spirit Guides Meditation. That's a really nice, easy way to start tapping into your spirit guide. It's a little easier, I think, to open up to it when you have someone guiding you in that way. So that's another great option to get connected. Once you've connected to your guides a few times, and really right off the bat, you can start this, but certainly once you've gotten a little more comfortable with the connection, you can really begin to check in around anything in your life that you're wondering about. And this is a great way to start to learn about aligned decisions, to start to feel into decisions that are aligned with your higher self. 
one of the very first guides you might connect with is your higher self, which I basically think of as the part of me that is non-physical, that is eternal, that is energetic. Your guides can really help you hone in on choices that are heart-centered and aligned with your highest path. For more information about aligned decisions, if you're not quite sure what I'm talking about, there is an episode number nine, I think, that I did on aligned decision-making. So I talk about that a bit more, go into more detail. When you check in with your guides, you can really ask them to point you in the direction of your highest path. You can ask very clear questions and really no question is too small. I think that when we first start connecting to these big powerful energies, we feel like we need to be asking like big life questions, but you can ask small, simple things. You can ask in the morning when you meditate, connect with your guides and ask what you should be paying attention to today. That's a really simple practice that you can get into on a daily basis that will help you build your relationship with your guides and also just give you that daily direction. I was describing my relationship with my guides just earlier today to someone and I was saying that it's kind of like having an imaginary friend, like when you were a kid, except that all of these incredible synchronicities begin to show up in your life that really validate that it's not an imaginary friend, that there really is this energetic guidance around you. And it's just so lovely because you're never alone and you always have access to this assistance. It's just such a beautiful, beautiful thing. So as I'm recording this, always as I'm recording this podcast, I'm connected with my guides. It's like they're always kind of just in the periphery. And right now I'm feeling kind of a push from them to pull a card for anybody who is listening at any point in time. And we've talked in past episodes about time not necessarily being linear, us just experiencing it that way. If you've listened to those episodes, it's just a reminder that this is this is a timeless reading, this card I'm about to pull. And whenever you're hearing this, there's something in it for you. So let's just see what comes out. I'm using the Starseed Oracle by Rebecca Campbell. It's a really beautiful deck and it, it really wanted to come out for this. Oh, okay. The Cosmic Heart, Devotion, Potency. Make your life a moving prayer. This is my favorite card in the entire Starseed Oracle deck. I just think it's so beautiful, this idea, make your life a moving prayer. And it's so appropriate to this conversation around spirit guides. It's a reminder that you are spirit, you are energy. It's not that you, you know, we think of it as accessing energy, tapping into our spirit guides, connecting with them, but you are spirit. And that's what this card is reminding you of. It's reminding you to find the sacred in the little things. Find the sacred in the everyday and make your life a moving prayer. Make every bit of your life part of your spiritual journey. And I know that at first that's not simple, but that can be a goal. It's a beautiful goal to really incorporate your spiritual journey, to really embody your spiritual journey in every 
bit of your life. And this definitely speaks to me because there's been a huge process, of course, even with starting this podcast, of embodying my spirituality in every area of my life in the day-to-day. Really beautiful card. I hope that resonates with everyone listening. So thank you so much for listening this week. I so appreciate all the reviews, the ratings. If you want to support the podcast, share it with friends, follow, leave a rating, leave a review. I appreciate it so, so much. And I will speak with you next week.